You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. Welcome to the Win Win podcast. This is your host, Ben Wolf. As always, happy to have you here and uh, happy to have this conversation today, which is the four quote unquote disabilities that make people great entrepreneurs. I want to ask people to pause, leave a review, comment, like, follow, whatever it is that you are allowed to do on the platform on which you are listening to or watching this uh, so that it it becomes accessible to more people. Uh, But with that, I want to get into introducing our guest today, uh, who is the author of the book, Epic Business, and and a new book, Epic Life, How to Build Collaborative Global Companies While Putting Your Loved Ones First. The link to get that on Amazon is going to be in the show notes and in the social media. Uh, He's the founder and CEO of a PR firm, BR Epic Communications. Uh, He's a fellow member that I actually met met originally uh, through the Strategic Coach Program. And you can find out more about him at uh, brepicllc.com. That's brepicllc.com. Welcome, Justin Breen. Shabbat shalom, my friend. (laughs) Shabbat shalom. Nice uh, Nice to have you here. Nice to meet you and be able to have this conversation. So I guess... Uh, you know, before we get get into the details, I guess I would love to give people a little context and background, a quick two minute background on uh, on you and you know, I guess how you got to you know, I guess your story to the extent, especially that it gives people context to understand what we're talking about today. Sure, you'd like to do that, or you'd like me to do? Um, I, I would love it if you would do that. Sure. Yeah, I can hear your uh, your eight eight four one Colby in full effect here. Um, I'm eight six seven one, so if you uh, injected a little bit of quick start into you, it would be uh, it would be me. And then my wife is an eight seven four two stabilizing human. Uh, thank God, um, I found people like usually higher quick starts, uh, marry lower quick starts. It's like uh, visionary visionaries, uh, entrepreneurs like me marry stabilizing humans that. Usually happens, not always, but right, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine a lot of people are familiar with Colby, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a very interesting dynamics happen when people's brains, depending on how people's brains work. Yeah, so I don't, I don't care what someone's personality is. I just want to know if they're going to actually do something. Mm-hmm. Um, it like talk to me without action i just don't understand that and then overthinking don't understand that i'm a i'm a full activator what did uh, you say your quick start was a seven so seven, uh, okay and then my strength finders are activator maximizer achiever so talk to a lot of ideators this doesn't answer your question at all but I, I, like landing the plane stuff i don't really it kind of bothers me i just like flying the plane and and then most of my days spending time with Spending time with my family, uh, stabilizing human wife, pediatrician, thank God, and our two nine quick start sons who are uh, our wow. ten and eight. So yeah, so <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be that's gonna be a wild ride with them. Oh, they are. It already is. Yeah. So my my ten uh, year old son, he's run a twenty one ten five k, which is <clears throat> that's world class. Like like humans, like adults can't do that. And then eight year old is uh, has my wife's empathy, love kindness and then he has my full go for it it's really it's really interesting to see that and uh so most of my days talking to the world's top entrepreneurs are spending time with my family so not business owners not humans not consultants just like top entrepreneurs and so Mm -hmm. you know um 
know, entrepreneurs like that, they're the most damaged people with the best coping skills. Um, and so, you know, they use those coping skills to create, you know, massive companies, wealth, employee count, that stuff. And then certainly not always, but many times at the expense of having a family, having anything meaningful. And so I'm just a dad who happens to be an entrepreneur would never let entrepreneur life destroy my family life ever. Right. Well, there's, there's, there's a, a lot to dig in there. And, and maybe what we were talking about today gets into that quote unquote, you know, damaged piece or the, the, maybe the after effects of the qualities that you talked about. But so you recently had a LinkedIn post. It was very brief and without much explanation, but I would love <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, but I would love to like, dig in and understand, understand right. it more. So you, you wrote that there's four, what I'll call quote unquote, I mean, you didn't use this word, but what I'll call quote unquote disabilities, at least three of them. I definitely did not use that word. <laughs> you did not use that word. I'm using that word so that to give people kind of the, just to make sure people understand the irony of, of what you said, um, okay. which is, you know, that again, three, you know, one of those would not even be considered a disability by, by people colloquially, but um, there's three qualities or four qualities that you identify that you've seen as common denominators in high-performing entrepreneurs, which is ADHD, ADHD, Asperger's, which I think today is called ASD, dyslexia. Is that what it's called? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah um, uh, uh, autism spectrum disorder, I think. That's ah. what people say. I don't care. But anyway, ADHD, Asperger's, dyslexia, and high IQ or extremely high IQ, something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So dive in a little bit, like, you know, people would be surprised probably to hear that. Some people would be surprised to hear that. So maybe not these entrepreneurs themselves, but they're a very small number of people. <laughs> yeah, so humans. for everybody else, right. yeah. like what, 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 just dive, in, dive into that, like unpack that. Yeah, again, I can hear your Colby um, and your law degree brain. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, I'm, a, I'm a high fact finder, you yeah. know, I like oh, my. to get to the principle, I, 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 but not just the details, but I like to get into the principles that drive things, you know, not, not the, not just the details. Right. Yeah. Details are meaningless to me. I just want the answer. Um, and then when you have the answer, my top three strength finders are activator, maximizer, achiever. So like, again, overthinking to me is totally useless. People get lost in their overthinking, but active thinking like, oh, here's the answer. Okay. Well do something with it. Um, you know, actually do something. So Again, most of my day is spending time with my family or talking to top entrepreneurs on the planet. Okay, so business owners, I don't, I don't understand what they're talking about. I was a journalist for 20 years, so you don't get into that for employees. What's the difference between a business owner and an 100%, entrepreneur? 100%, yeah, so you have the answer. This, and your, your follow-through is not going to, I mean, this is fascinating because like you just want the answer and then your follow-through will immediately interject. I can hear how that works because uh, I'm a six follow-through. Uh, you're an eight, which is, that's really high. I mean, for strategic coach, that's, I think that's the highest I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen a nine. I've definitely never, you'll never see a 10. But I do, you, you did use these terms, you know, of entrepreneur as opposed to business 100%. owner. So yeah. how do you, so what's the owner, difference to you? Yeah, right. So, so business owners care about revenue, office space, employee count, um, uh, material stuff. A true entrepreneur visionary cares about purpose, spending time with loved ones, creating something with real value. And so business owners are trying to change their world there, there. 
and then true entrepreneurs trying to change the world. Uh, it's a fundamental difference. So the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary, abundance, investment mindset entrepreneur, not business owner, not consultant, <clears throat> not human, entrepreneur, and share their stories with the world. Not there, not there, the fundamental, fundamental mm -hmm. difference. And mm -hmm. um, so what I've learned is by talking to people like that over and over and over and over and over and over, you see the same, you see the same patterns. Um, I would say the majority of strategic coach members, uh, including Dan Sullivan, the co-founder, uh, ADHD diagnosed or undiagnosed. Um, again, that's not a disorder. Um, it's misdiagnosed by humans. I mean, it's really, it's really a sign of genius. It's just misunderstood. Then uh, you also see the Asperger's, uh, which my wife, who is a doctor, has unofficially, officially diagnosed me with that minor, minor Asperger's, so ultra-focus. So you have people who are all over the place meeting people who are ultra-focused, which is good that, you know, they're very thankful for me and I'm very thankful for them. That's why it works. And then uh, dyslexia, I was talking to... Um, very high level nine quick start entrepreneur who does a lot of assessments and she had done a lot of research on it. And 30%, 30% of high performing entrepreneurs are, uh, again, not business owners, entrepreneurs, fundamental difference, right. um, have uh, dyslexia. And then it makes sense because, because if you can't learn one way, you learn a different way. So you learn a different way that normal society doesn't understand. And then fourth, again, Again, I never use the word disability, um, but it's definitely not one. Um, um, high IQ. So not book smarts, not studying in school all day, but incredibly high IQ. So what does that mean? Again, talk to me is meaningless without an answer. So 140 and above is genius. 140 and above, that's 1% of the world's population. Mm -hmm. I'd say most of the people I talk to are over 140. Um, and when you're 140 and above, uh, Dan Sullivan's 142. So when you're above wow. 140, some, yeah. So sometimes it's hard to communicate human. And so, uh, I'm 139. Um, and literally it's a bridge between geniuses and, and human. That's what it, that's what it is. Walk in a little, walk us through a little bit. Why, why does, I mean, let's just assume somebody's not intuitively understanding the connection. Top entrepreneurs will understand things. exactly what I'm talking about. They'll, right. so I'm right. talking only to top entrepreneurs. So, right. so I appreciate that question. The, the purpose of my life is to help people changing the world and entrepreneurs. So most people have no idea what I'm talking about and that's okay. Because when you have, when you put out these frequencies, the people that do understand are the ones that reach out and you, I can help them and then right. they can help me. So that's why I can, one, I communicate like this because those are the only people that understand what I'm talking about. And two, uh, they're the only ones that I can help and that fulfills the purpose of my life. And then that allows me to spend time with my family. I mean, that's the whole point of the book, how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. I'd, I talked to one to two of these people every single week that have let entrepreneurial life destroy their family life or prevented them from having a family. And I just don't understand that. Right. Well, one, one useful thing I think that can come from explaining even to people other than these top entrepreneurs, like why these qualities are connected to great potential is because these people have other people in their lives also. 
And maybe some of them are kids or are young people or are still in college and they feel like a failure because of the lack of book smarts or the lack of an ability Mm -hmm. to, you know, focus in class or write 10 page papers, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that are the only purpose for which is just to get the grade and fulfill the requirement, but not for anything greater than that. So, you know, I guess for people in those, in these, in these either current or potential future great entrepreneurs lives, well, I guess, how would you explain why their husband, wife, kid, colleague, friend, student with ADHD or Asperger's or dyslexia, I was high IQ is not, not as hard to understand, uh, you know, is is actually a recipe for greatness if they could channel it or have the right opportunities right. or be freed to be themselves. Help people understand. Like, <laughs> I guess a, people maybe just pick one, pick Asperger's maybe. Like walk more into that. Like what? Why is that a superpower? I mean, you're asking me to explain to humans why uh, the if, if I am. I mean, I'm asking you to explain to humans because these people have humans in their lives or they're students of humans or children of humans. Okay. Okay. All right. I appreciate this. So here are the different, this is the difference between entrepreneurs and humans, consultants, business owners. Okay. This is the, this is some, uh, I would venture to say that with, with the two companies I run, we partner maybe with 0.1% of the population. It's mm-hmm. probably less than that, but 0.1%. So one out of th- one out of a thousand. So most people think that's a small number. I'm like, no, you don't live in abundance. So 0.1% of 8 billion is 8 million. So there's 8 million. So people, people like that are usually aliens within their own family, uh, community and vertical. The only people that understand. So <laughs> you're, asking, you're asking me to explain to parents, hey, your child's an alien. That's okay. Uh, that's probably not just not- okay. Well, you know, okay. So that's probably not going to go over well. Um, so here, this is what separates entrepreneurs who are, who are like that is that I've not met one. I've not met one that hasn't overcome at least one of the following four things, most are two or three. And then there's a lot of all, a lot of all fours higher up on the, this is what separates entrepreneurs from everyone else. Uh, higher up on the totem pole, it's all four. So the four things are bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy two depression Three, the highest level of anxiety that you can imagine, and four, likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So humans, business owners, consultants, that that's excuse. Those are excuses. Entrepreneur at the highest level, eh, you know, figure it out. Now, many times, not always, but many times, those those coping skills, entrepreneurs most damaged people with the best coping skills, those coping skills are used to create these massive things. But again, many times at the expense of having anything meaningful in their life. Right. So I just don't necessarily know. I can go to a parent and be like, hey, oh, I'll give you an example of this. Okay, now my now my six filters kicking in. I have talked to, you know, because I go out into human world. My sons are, you know, on travel soccer, travel baseball, running. I talk to every now and then I'll see a, a kid like that. I'm like, oh, you know, your kid's just an entrepreneur. And I look at <laughs> Parent, the parent looks at me like I'm an alien. I'm like, well, so I've done that conversation probably. I think I've done that five or six times. Never mm-hmm. goes over well, ever. Oh. So that's, well, yeah, because you're, t- <laughs> you're taught. So that's why it's so important to be in a room <clears throat> with other aliens. Cause that it took me, um, it took me 42 years 
43 years to um, really find people. I'm 45 now. It took me 43 years to really find out or find people who actually understood what I was talking about. And I found out that they were the people in, you know, strategic coach 10 X and free zone, and then abundance 360 summit. So it was interesting to land the plane. It was the 25 K a year room. Those are the only people that understood what I was talking about. Um, but just kept making bigger investments to be in smaller rooms. And then, Oh, Hey, finally, here's a room where people actually understand what right. I'm talking about. <laughs> right. What, let me, I want to dive into one thing you said a couple of times. You talked about how they're the most damaged people and right. how they oftentimes have these traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. Why, why did that become like, why does that become a commonality? What makes that become a commonality? Well, so of those four things, I'm three. Um, the only one, knock on what I've never had to worry about is bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. I found the really sick, the, like the super successful ones, <clears throat> uh, they've had all four. There are some exceptions to that, but like Dan, Dan Sullivan was bankrupt and divorced on the same day. <laughs> yeah. He talks about that in his book. It's, it's, it's a crazy, I mean, that's a crazy what? story. Well, that's entrepreneur. That's entrepreneur. I mean, I have uh, one PR partner uh, with the PR firm. I mean, this is not typical, but it is kind of a typical entrepreneur story. I mean, in some capacity, like, so he grew up in, <laughs> he, this isn't funny, but this is, you can only laugh at something like this, but he grew up in Burma, not Myanmar, Burma. His grandfather was decapitated, decapitated when he was a kid. Oh and uh, well, this is entrepreneur. I mean, most people can't do this. That's why they're not entrepreneurs. They're, you know. So, um, and then, uh, you know, so he went to Hong Kong with his dad uh, as a kid with a couple bucks in their pocket. They created two eight figure businesses. Uh, and then he started another one. Uh, he's older now, obviously. So he created an at-home robot that helps people with like dementia and Alzheimer's because uh, his mom has <clears throat> dementia, Alzheimer's. So it's like has a pill dispenser, keeps people company. But that's, <laughs> I mean, that's entrepreneur life. Most people can't do that. That's why they're not global entrepreneurs. Um, and I think, I do think that's where the high IQ plays a part in it or the high EQ. Like a regular human being isn't going to be able to do that. They're just not. It's, they need some type of superpower to be, to be able to do it. So like with my first company, zero business background, I still don't know what an S corp is. Cause I think it's funny, like to actively not learn what that is, but, um, like, uh, job seller was cut in half as a journalist, couldn't find a job incorporated with zero business background, reached out to 5,000 people to find first five clients. So one out of a thousand said, yes. <laughs> Uh, while I was working full time at half the salary. So most people can't, they can't do that. Um, that's not why they're not entrepreneurs. And so got right. my fifth client and then resigned uh, the next day. And then Robert Feeder, uh, he, at the time, he was the top media columnist in the Midwest. He's since retired, which is also interesting, but he did a story. It started my own firm. So that was February 10th, 2017 to June 5th, 2017. So that's that's nothing compared to what most of the people I've talked to have gone through. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not even, <laughs> that's amateur hour compared to, uh, and I'm not discounting it, but it, like that's entrepreneur life. That's what it is. Right. You, you mentioned that when you talk to people in this PR firm, you talk about 
communicating their mission, or I forgot the exact words you used, to the world, not their world. You made that careful distinction. Right. What, what, tell, tell, tell me more about that. What do, you, what do you mean their message to the world? Yeah, so business owners care about changing their world. They're worried about the bottom line, uh, maybe expanding <clears throat> within the community. Um, I'd never under I'd never understood that. Um, for 20 years as a journalist, it was always about writing about cool people changing the world. And so now running a PR firm and a global connectivity platform, it's about writing about and connecting cool people changing the world. So that means a global audience. Um, that doesn't mean your you know local paper, which is fine, by the way. That's fine. There's still value in that. Um, but what I've seen, especially since COVID and, and, um, and saw this before COVID, but really since COVID is that shows like these are actually replacing mainstream media in terms of relevance and importance for three reasons, because turn everything into a pattern. One, the host is usually an entrepreneur, not a journalist. So they're coming from a place of abundance, not scarcity. Like an entrepreneur would never, a, a journalist, a business journalist would never be able to ask a question that an entrepreneur would. They just don't think like that. One, because I was a journalist for, or an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist for 20 years and then surrounded by journalists, they just don't think like entrepreneurs do at all. It's the opposite. And then two, you can do a deep dive on someone, uh, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, so it's not like a drive-by interview. You really get to know someone. And then three, the audience might, this is what I've seen as the most important. The audience might not be as large quantity-wise, but it's a far more qualified audience. I'm guessing humans aren't listening to this. Maybe they are. I mean, I, I doubt there's it. There's probably a mix. I would think there's a mix. Well, the humans, have to, if, they've still, if they're still listening to this, I'd be surprised. Um, but the top entrepreneurs... If you get, tell me on this, if you get feedback from someone who's like, was like, oh, this is really interesting. I'd be curious about that. But usually what mm -hmm. happens is I'll talk like this. Um, um, and then people will tune out. Um, and then like, then, then, you know, that's most people, but then mm -hmm. the right ones will be like, oh God, where has this person been? And maybe that answers your earlier question. Like people who are the aliens that the parents didn't know what to do with them. They're like, oh, there's finally someone who understands what I'm thinking. Right. And those people reach out. Right. You mentioned that people don't have, or, or that people very often will not have successful personal relationships. Mm -hmm. what, what, what do you think leads to that? I guess the two-part question, what, what leads to that? And second part is, which is, you know, what your book is about, what your new book is about, is how can people not sacrifice their relationships and still be great entrepreneurs with that obsessiveness, right. That mm -hmm. will, will, will tune out everything else, but like what leads to that and what could, what could people who fit this description of great entrepreneurs do to have great relationships, not sacrifice their human life. So that's a great, it's a great question. Um, I was talking to Gino Wickman um, earlier this week, we were in um, 10 X together. Gino's a great guy. And, um, he was telling me, um, he was telling me, uh, I wrote this article for Inc magazine about the, those four things, the bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy two depression, three, the highest level of anxiety that you can imagine. And four likely under possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult, he said, he's going to share that article with all his 
with his community. I was thankful for that. And he's like, well, there's actually a fifth one, a fifth. And I go, oh, tell me, because I just want the answer, right? I don't, just give me the answer. He's like, addiction, addiction. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I think addiction's tied into those four things. And you said it, obsessiveness. You said, that's what you said. And so what I see with a lot of these entrepreneurs um, is that they have these, they have these coping skills that have helped them overcome these other things, but they use all of their coping skills with the obsessiveness and what Gino says as an addiction to create these, you know, all these companies, these material things. And the most miserable people that I know, the most, um, I will talk to very successful entrepreneurs and they always lead with, if they lead with like, oh, hey, you know, just raised another 20 million or just sold my company. When they, when they lead with those, kind, I just got a new car, whatever that stuff is. When they lead with that, I will always ask, so how's your family? You know, how's, and definitely not always, but many times it's, oh, hey, I'm going through a divorce. Um, uh, didn't have a family, never seen my kids. That's the majority of the follow-up answers to that. And, and what I see with that is the coping skills have been used to create material things at the expense of uh, meaningful things. Those are the most miserable people I know because they have all this stuff and they don't really have anything. And maybe it's pressure of society or, you know, the traumatic experience as a child. There's one guy, um, not a PR partner, but I, I would consider him a friend. He was telling me, He's very, I mean, beyond successful. He was telling me his dad like beat him up and threw him out of his car when he was like six and then just drove away. I'm <laughs> like, <Nice. laughs> but that's not true, but that's what it is. Um, I'm very grateful that I had, I have two wonderful parents. My dad was, uh, my dad was 61 when I was born. Um, my litmus test is, is him. Like he was shot down multiple times in World War II many times without a parachute, got back in the plane. And then, you know, he was 13 when I died, but he always said the cream rises to the top. So I got eight good years of that age five to 13. And, hmm. and uh, so that's it. I mean, my firm's partner with the cream that rises to the top are those that'll get back in the plane without a parachute. I mean, there's no, right. at the highest level, no excuses. There, I don't understand that. Um, but it was, so it was, I had a very nice childhood that said, losing a father when you're that young is not easy for sure. Hmm. Uh, and then my youngest brother died uh, of a drug overdose when he was 20, I think he was 29. I think he was 29. So that was a while ago, but like oh. compared to, you know, compared, so like, I can understand it. I can empathize with those um, experiences, but most of the folks I talk to have been through emotional trauma at the highest level um, as a child and, and beyond for sure. So, so how do people like, so, so what's one or two points people can take away for how they can not let their coping skills drive out everything else in their life and not, not become like those people you talk with who, you know, have no family or no connection with their family. Well, I mean, so one, thank you for asking that too. That's literally why I wrote the book. I mean, how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first, like, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on there. You can, 
you can do that? I'm like, like that's well, possible. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. I mean, so again, talk to me is meaningless without an answer. So there's so 30 what's the action. What's the action? Yeah, right. Well, I'm an activator. So literally every chapter is an actionable step and you ask for one or two. I well, would say, yeah, just let me, you know, I mean, we could talk for the next hour and a half, I guess you could do <laughs> the book, but yeah, but yeah. So, um, I would say the number one thing, the number one thing is, uh, the chapter for, for answering your question is winning the wrong game, winning the wrong game. Um, like if you're winning all this stuff with the revenue office space employee comp, but you have nothing, you know, nothing besides that, then asking yourself, are you winning? Are you winning the wrong game? I think that would be, that's the simplest thing, but really like at the highest level, there are no excuses, only action and investment. So if you don't take action yourself to fix the problem, then, you know, I don't under, I don't understand that. So, you know, it's really about taking accountability for yourself. What I have seen is many times it takes folks a little bit longer to do that. It might be their second or third marriage where they finally figured it out. Or they're like, oh, hey, you know, Justin, I, I was killing myself for 20 years before I realized that. And really, that's why I wrote it, because I'm like, well, you don't, you don't have to do this for 20 years. You can actually make it collaborative. And, you know, within my own family, I've, you know, Colby'd, Colby'd my kids already. Again, they're 10 and 8. They're both nine quick starts. And. And, you know, we talk about simplifier versus multiplier. We talk about the great things that entrepreneur life has to offer. We talk about the ups and downs. And, you know, it's really about including, including your family in that mm. as opposed to separating it. Right. That's a great takeaway. I mean, look, it's, it's one tip of the iceberg. Look, people, you know, again, the you know, people want to get more into that. It's you know, Epic Life, how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. We've got the link to it. Obviously, there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more people can dive into this. If people do want to, you know, if anybody does, it is turned on by what we're talking about and by what you're saying, uh, how can they, I don't know, either learn more, get in touch with you, whatever. Yeah. Um, thanks for the website shout out at the start. Um, but yeah. Certainly justinbreenlc.com, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then Justin Breen on LinkedIn for sure, but. Okay, so reach out yeah. through LinkedIn. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Fair enough. Well, I, I appreciate this. It's a very unorthodox conversation. I know I'm an Orthodox Jew, but it's a very unorthodox conversation, which I appreciate. Not a conversation that people often get to have, so. This I, is, I, I have five like these every day. This is my, that's my point. I literally, yeah. yeah these, are, these are your conversations, right? Well, I would. I don't understand. I don't have these conversations that often. Maybe I'm a. Maybe I'm an alien. But no. Well, you're. That's what I mean. You're. I would say that. Um, that was an interesting use of orthodox, unorthodox. But that's what I mean. Like I, I regular conversations for me are boring because they're not. They're not how my world works, and once you know the answer and 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 embracing you know your differences. I mean that's important. Um, embracing the weirdness. Um, I yeah. guess that's advice. For I love that. that. You know, I love that. And we, you know, we, somebody else in the strategic coach uh, workshop I was in with you last week mentioned this book by Peter Shankman, Faster Than Normal. Talking about how the ADHD brain, you know, is faster than normal. How it's a superpower, and just like all kinds of tips and tricks on how to channel it and not view it as a disability. Um, you might, you might appreciate the book, but. <clears throat> 
anyway, it's, you know, something I'm, you know, it's given me a lot to think about. I think it, it dovetails with this conversation. So, um, you know, really appreciate this. And uh, hopefully it's, uh, it's a uh, suker to some of the aliens out there uh, and, <laughs> uh, and that it, it, it clues people in if they, stick, if they could stick with the conversation through the end about maybe people in their lives <laughs> who are aliens. Uh, if you have an alien child, recognize that it's a superpower. It's, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the yellow sun of earth, uh, you know, giving, giving sun, you know. Giving oh, I have an idea. Here's another action. Colby, uh, Colby, the um, Colby, your kids, K-O-L-B-E and then dynamite D-Y-N-A-M-Y-N-D is Colby for kids. But yeah, if you're, oh, is it? I never, child, I didn't know there was a separate one for kids. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Dynamite. Yeah, so if your child is uh Seven, eight, nine, ten. Quick start with a one, two, three. Uh, follow through. Uh, that's ADHD diagnosed or undiagnosed. <laughs> that's what right. I mean. right, right. And and then um, I was talking to Gino, um, and then the head of Colby about this. Um, uh, a true visionary, almost always, almost. There are exceptions. I'm an exception. Uh, will be at least an eight quick start. So eight, nine, or ten quick starts. I would say. The typical person I talk to is a three three nine three Colby, so very high quick right. start. And then, and then, um, but every now and then, a seven or lower um, will will slip into that visionary role. It will happen, but they have to have incredibly. This is according to head of Colby and Gina Wickman, uh, mm -hmm. incredibly high IQ and or EQ, because you can game the system. But true visionary almost always will not be lower than an eight quick start. Very interesting. Well, I guess we'll have to see if I, uh, I guess the test of time will tell if, uh, if with a, if with a four or five quick start, if, uh, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, but I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate the time and appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Awesome. And we'll see everybody else on the other side. Thank you. You're listening to win, 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 win. an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.